0: Today I want to talk to you about the power of the whisper, the power of the whisper. Stand with me to your feet if you would, 1 Kings chapter 19, beginning in verse 9, this is talking about Elijah, the prophet, and he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said unto him, What doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left. And they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and a strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord but the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind an earthquake and after the, uh, but the Lord was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake a fire but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. Behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? Pray with me today, Father. Thank you for your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. God, we need your word today. We need to hear from you. And I believe, Lord, with everything that is within me. That you're going to speak some revelation into the hearts of people here this morning may your name be glorified by everything that is said and spoken lord may i decrease and may you increase we thank you we praise you lord this is such a important message for all of us to hear and i pray that you would convey it in the demonstration and the power of the spirit We give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. What made him wrap his face in the mantle? The whisper from God. It's great to be a part of Pentecost the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the confidence and the belief that in these last days He's going to do things that are going to be marvelous to our eyes and to our ears. No apology to offer, for there is no apology. When the gifts and the operations of the Spirit are taking place in and through the body of Christ, we want to see the gifts of the Spirit in operation. We want to see all of the gifts of the Spirit working in the body of Christ. First Corinthians chapter 12 lays out for us what the gifts of the Spirit are. Those gifts that should be in operation in the charismatic Pentecostal church. The gifts are the word of wisdom the word of knowledge, gift of faith, gift of healing, gift of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, gift of tongues, and the gift of interpretation. When I see these gifts laid out in the scripture, and when I read in Acts chapter 2 about the sound of a rushing mighty wind and I read that they all spake with tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance I can appreciate and I do understand that spirit-filled living and spirit-led walking involves a level of sound a level of noise and that is okay My wife and parents can attest, as well as all of you, that I'm not often at a loss for words. The truth is, many of my spirit-filled brothers and sisters, including yours truly, in the room, we are uncomfortable with quiet. We may even surmise in a spiritual moment that when things go quiet, the Holy Spirit has vacated the premises. I'm normally off on Monday in a given week, but this past week I was off on Thursday. So I dropped off my dog at the groomer. It was pouring down rain, and in the rain I drove over to Bissett Park, and I sat in my car under the bridge and began to pray in my driver's seat, watching The New River. Fifteen minutes in, I'm feeling Jesus at my unique altar. I'm telling him all about it. There's praise. I'm magnifying the Lord. There's intercessions for my family and my church family as I call upon him for your needs. And then there's those petitions for myself. And I'm laying it all out there. I've done a lot in 15 minutes until I hear the Holy Spirit say, stop. And for the next few minutes, I just sat and I listened as the Spirit said to me, he that has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says. As I sat and listened to him remind me that I need to be a bit more like Samuel, and stop talking as much. And in my heart, start praying, Speak, for your servant is listening to hear from you. Friend, the Spirit is just as real in the whisper as the Spirit is real in the shout. <laughs> Elijah, the prophet of all people, had to learn the power of, Of the whisper. He is a prophet called the fiery prophet. He's known for the flamboyant, the grandiose, the theatrical, so real and profound with the anointing of God upon his life. When Elijah was in town, things were happening. There was a noise abroad when he was coming to town. There was a noise when he was in town, and there was a noise after he left town. Everything and everywhere Elijah went, it seemed like there was something great that was going to take place. This prophet would call down fire from heaven as he prayed a 63-word prayer in front of an evil king and the false prophets of Baal. This prophet would boldly prophesy a drought for three and a half years in the face of an evil king named Ahab, not even concerned about his own safety. This prophet would go down in in books that can't be uh, broken under any records today as he outruns the chariot with horses and beats the King back to town because of the unction of God on his life. This prophet would raise the dead back to life. This prophet would part the Jordan River. This prophet would leave, even his ending upon the earth, he would leave this world in chariots and horses of fire. Oh, to, by God's hand, it's safe to say that Elijah had a flair for the dramatic and here he is he's waiting on God and God is ready to speak but God is not ready to talk through a wind with its tempestuous blow he's not ready to talk through an earthquake with its rock shattering strength or a fire with its intense heat oh no God wants to speak to Elijah through a still small voice can I tell you it was not the wind the fire or the earthquake but when Elijah heard the still small voice of the Lord. He wrapped his face in his mantle and he went out and stood in the mouth of the cave. I want you to notice three things here real quick. Number one, when he heard the whisper, he showed respect for the whisper for he wrapped his face in his mantle. When he heard the whisper, he got up and moved, which means the whisper led to him portraying some action doing something after he was affected by the whisper when he heard the whisper he was also ready to receive his orders when the whisper came as he stood at the mouth of the cave all of this took place because god whispered to elijah And I've come to this pulpit today, and I believe God wants to speak to you, and he wants to whisper to you in a profound way. But here's where we die-hard Pentecostals, myself included. Here's where we struggle. We want the word. We want the prophecy. We are reverent in anticipation for the potential tongue followed by an interpretation. But we have in our hunger for those manifestations. We want those manifestations but we have forgotten. He is still the God that says to you and I be still and know that I am God. Set yourself. Turn down and tune out the ambient noise and say, Lord, speak for your servant is wanting to hear what you have to say for my life. Can someone say amen? Amen. In the process of looking for the dramatic and the demonstrative, the question is, have we snuffed out and stifled and strangled out the power of the whisper? Could it be The divine favor and divine direction that God wants to give you in your walk with Jesus is based upon your willingness to stop all of the surrounding noise and to listen for the voice of the Lord and to obey what the Spirit wants to say to you. This morning I want to talk about three different whispers. And these are whispers that are biblical. And these are whispers that every one of us need to have present in our lives. These are the whispers that we're looking for from our Heavenly Father. The first is a whisper of assurance. There are times and seasons that you go through challenges in your life and you just need some assurances from your Heavenly Father. Oh, praise the Lord. Now, I want to tell you something. Every time you pick up your Bible and open your word, God is speaking to you. And he's given you assurances that are not just for the globe, but they're for you personally. Those promises, like in multiple places where he says, he will never leave us. When he says that there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. When he tells us that he will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. When he tells us and assures us that we can do All things through Christ who strengthens us. Can I tell you, those promises are too thousand years old but those promises are also present promises today they are for you to receive today they are for you to practice today they are to you for you to live in confidence with today but with the word of God can I also tell you that there are all, there are times that God wants to whisper specific unique assurances into your spirit that are unique to your particular situation and circumstances circumstance. He wants to tell you some things. He wants to talk to you about some things. He wants you to just stop talking, stop complaining, stop debating, stop arguing with the Lord and say, you know what? I am just going to take about five minutes and I'm just going to sit here during my prayer time. And I'm just going to believe that God is going to whisper something into my spirit that I can hold on to that will cause me to live in victory, knowing he's working on my behalf God wants you sometimes even to stop verbally praying that's hard now if I'd have been raised Methodist or Baptist you know if I would have been raised in maybe Presbyterian You know, some of you that are new to Pentecost, first time you came and you said, okay, we're going to pray over the needs of the church, and everybody started praying around you. You freaked out because you came from an environment where one person prayed and everybody just stood there in reverence. Not in a a good old Pentecostal church. We believe in what we call concert praying. And I know what you thought at the beginning when you first came and you heard that. Oh, they're just confusing God. God does not get confused. And he knows how to hear all 250 people's prayers in this room today when we pray them all at one time. <laughs> but there are times that he wants to whisper assurances to you. For you. Not for me. Not for your neighbor. Not for your neighbor. Not for maybe even another family member. But he wants to whisper something to you. It's a timeless testimony. It will go down as a timeless testimony. And I will always testify to it. But when God whispered an assurance to my wife and I, we were barren. We had gone through multiple miscarriages. The horrible ordeal of miscarriages. But one night I was in a camp meeting service. In Roanoke, Virginia, I remember where I was. I was kneeling at the front left corner of the tabernacle, and I was praying. No one was praying with me. The music was going on around me. The singing was loud, and others were being blessed by the presence of God. But I just had come to a place where I just stopped Talking, and I was just listening, and in that atmosphere, amidst all the ambient noise, God whispered to me and said, One day you will have a child. That was a whisper of assurance. And not one word of God's promises have failed and the rest is history. We were blessed with the miracle son and it all started with a whisper of assurance. I just sense in my heart that there are folks in the room, you need for God to whisper some assurances into your heart. He will, but you have to pause long enough to listen for him to speak. God, help me preach this morning. I'm telling you, God talks to us. He wants to talk to us all of the time. You say, well, God never talks to me. It's because you're not listening for the way he communicates. You try to make it on a Sunday morning service and won't won't count on hearing from God until next Sunday through a preacher. When easily you could go home this afternoon and open up the sacred word and the God of the universe would talk into your spirit. He speaks through people. He speaks through the gifts of the Spirit. He he speaks through dreams and visions and revelation. He speaks through creation. There are so many different ways that God wants to speak. And he will whisper to you if you will allow him to. Let me just stop here and tell you. 57 years old. And I have never heard The audible voice of God. Charles and Edna Kahn, he said God talked to him all the time, but God's voice sounded a whole lot like Edna. (laughs) So maybe God has talked to me in an audible voice through Sandra. Sandra. But to say, I've, I, to say I've heard the audible, direct voice of God, I would be saying that amiss. And maybe somebody in the room has. And, and I'm happy for you if you have. I don't, I don't envy you. I'm I, I just telling you, it's just, it's just a fact for me. But I'm telling you, he does talk to me every time I am willing to listen to him. And let me tell you, A long time before worldly yoga existed to bring cohesion between the body and the mind, God said, be still and know him. A long time before transcendental mind trips and journeys concocted by the evil one in this world, God said, listen to this, in Psalms chapter 1, he said meditate on my law day and night. In Psalm 63, he said, I meditate on you, Lord, in the night watches. In Psalm 77, he said, I will meditate on your works. In Psalms 119, he tells us meditate on his word, meditate on his testimonies. Isn't it's something that the book with the most chapters in all the Bible admonishes us to meditate. Isn't it spiritual irony, maybe, that the book that has the most songs, hymns, and spiritual songs commands us to meditate. A book of songs is also a book of meditation. And can I tell you, sometimes we have too much singing and not enough listening. I'm preaching truth here, but there are people right here in this room, you can't pray unless you got music playing. And I'm not knocking music playing. I understand sometimes you want a setting of worship music that can lead you into the presence of God. I'm not knocking that at all. But I'm telling you, wouldn't it be great if you just had silence for five minutes and there was no noise anywhere and you could say, Lord, I've got to have a whisper of assurance that you're working and moving in my life. God's trying to get our attention. But we sing past his voice. We preach past his voice. I'm preaching truth today. We preach past his voice. We even pray past his voice. But I believe God's going to, beginning today, today and beginning today, God's going to begin to whisper some assurances in some folks' heart that's going to be precious. All because you stopped and took the time to listen for him. So many distractions. I mentioned my dog earlier. I had the brilliant idea of one day taking my dog with me to pray. (laughs) Terrible mistake. The dog is not interested in the glory of God. The dog is interested in the glory of the dog. You have to remove the distractions. If you want God to speak, I mean, I, we're de- some of you are at crossroads right now and you're begging and searching and pleading and the Lord is trying to speak but you won't stop long enough to let him speak. Hmm. It's not only whispers of assurance though. There's whispers of Admonition or whispers of correction. Ah, when it comes to admonition or correction from our Heavenly Father, at these times we're, we're guilty of having selective hearing or selective listening. Oh, I'll take the whispers of assurance all day long, but uh, not, not so much the whispers of admonition. Uh, maybe you're here and in the deep recesses of your heart, you need to forgive and God has whispered that to you but you have tuned him out maybe 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 you're here today and in the recesses of your soul God has whispered to you about a lifestyle change that you need to make and you have just brushed past the voice of your creator Uh, Maybe you're here today and you have an unhealthy relationship that you need to sever and the whisper has happened and you know the relationship's not good for you, but you keep on keeping on hoping for the best. I'm going to pull them up. I'm going to pull them in, said so many that have been so unsuccessful and have been pulled down instead of pulling someone else up. How many times has God whispered admonitions or warnings to us and we say, nah, that wasn't God until days or weeks later, we run in face first into the brick wall known as God's wisdom or the school of hard knocks and realize it was his voice several weeks ago that we ignored and now we are left to pick up the pieces. I forgot to tell you that along with Pentecostal worship, we believe in conviction of the Spirit. It's a vital part of our Spirit-filled, Spirit-led life. Liz tells of visiting her sister-in-law's new home. She said, I sat in my car outside and felt deep pangs of jealousy and self-pity welling up. I wanted that beautiful home and that perfect furnishings like her. As I sat there before I was supposed to go in and I entertained those thoughts, God whispered and said, Liz, make me your treasure for I am everything that you need. That's a whisper of admonition. Linda writes this, I grew up in a home where yelling was protocol. We didn't talk, we yelled. So as a young mother with two toddlers, I was always yelling over spilled milk, upended dishes, unexplained crying, yell, yell, yell. She said one evening while preparing dinner, the two young toddler girls were stacking cans in an attempt to get to heaven to see their dog that had recently passed away. In the midst of it all, there was an accident and Somehow vegetable oil spilled open and it oozed everywhere on clothes and in hair and little fingers and through the cracks of her beautiful hardwood floor. She said, I was about to verbally pounce on my girls when God whispered and said, Linda, no more yelling. Correct without ranting. Linda said that in that moment, she felt incapable to raise her voice. To this day, she wrote, it is almost physically impossible for me to erupt in anger. Because Linda grew up in a verbally abusive home, she had begun to continue that cycle. But that day, she heeded the whisper from the Lord, the rebuke, the admonition, and because she did, it will likely change her family's legacy. This is truth. You may be living in a physical world, but we are spiritual people. In one moment, Linda writes, a curse of verbal abuse was broken because God whispered and I obeyed. You can't despise and they're different for different people. You can't despise the whispers of admonition. There's whispers of assurance and whispers of admonition. And then there's, there's whispers of action. Sometimes the whisper is go. Or stop. Or move. Or Wait. Bill Hybels, many years ago, was leaving his home one day. He got in his car. He started it. And the whisper was, stop. Don't move. He waited and wondered. Did he forget something inside the house? Was his wife supposed to tell him something before he left? Why did God whisper for him to stop? As he sat there, he happened to look in his rearview mirror and saw barely the blonde top of his neighbor's little three-year-old boy. A life was spared. Two families were relieved, all due to the whisper of action to stop. Allison is anticipating a job interview. She's been planning for this job for for months, several weeks, and a few hours before, just a few hours before the interview, highly anticipated interview, her mother calls and invites her to lunch. And she's about to decline when God whispers, go to lunch with your parents. She reluctantly canceled the interview and goes to have lunch with her parents And to her utter disbelief, after having lunch with her parents that day, the next morning, Allison's mother suffered a fatal heart attack. God wants to whisper to some folks, to action. Write a letter. Place a call. Avoid a particular route home. Stop. Or go, move, or wait, give to a certain cause. You say, I walk by faith. When you declare it, be ready to walk by faith. You say, I'm led of the Spirit. Then get ready to be led of the Spirit. Your happiness, your safety your health, your family's eternity, and so much more could all depend on you listening for and being obedient to the whisper of God's voice. Some personal experiences. Once as a teenager, I was in service And as a teenager, I was whispered to, to go ask another teenager to go to the altar to pray. It was God's whisper. I obeyed. The boy named Bob declined. But later, he was saved and went on to be mightily used to win many to the Lord. And I tell you that because whispers, when they're obeyed, they plant seeds. My first church, 30 years ago next month, I think it was after the first or second Sunday, If I remember I was sitting in my office on a Saturday morning when God whispered, pick up the phone and call Troy and Kathy and invite them to church tomorrow. I don't know these people from Adam's house cat. I'm a new pastor, I'm green. I thought all I had to do was preach. My palms are sweaty and my heart is beating fast. And I placed the call on a Saturday and the next morning they came to church. And Kathy gave her heart to the Lord on Sunday morning. They came back Sunday night and Troy came back to the Lord as well. Whispers effect eternity. There was a time. There was a time in the Pentecostal church that we were sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And when he told us to go ask somebody if they wanted to go to the altar and pray, we were obedient. Mm. One Sunday night after service, God whispered, man, I've preached my guts out, I'm tired. At that time, I think I was preaching three services. I was done. We had had a great altar service. And it was after altar service. And God whispered and said, Go to the young lady named Kristen and tell her, don't settle. That's all he said. I obeyed the whisper. Kristen dumped the no gooder she was with. And today, she's a worship pastor's wife in the Nazarene church. Whispers obeyed can salvage someone's future. After having built a church in Fredericksburg, and within a very hefty new mortgage payment, I was praying one day. Man, I was just wanting to celebrate being in the new facilities and ride the wave. And the Lord whispered, he said, this is not about building a church. This is about expanding my kingdom. I went, wow. That day, God whispered that we, were, we as a church were to partner with, with two other churches on our district to help them complete their building program. And I said, are you kidding me? I have this massive multi-thousand dollar mortgage payment, and you want me to ask our church to partner with two other churches on our district? It was a whisper. I shared the whisper with the church. I was pastoring, and I stood back in amazement over the next year as that congregation raised $80,000 to help those two churches with their building program. Whispers are about expanding the kingdom. Now, I share these testimonies with you, not not to bring attention to myself, but just enough to say I happen to be listening for the whispers at those moments. And I quickly, quickly confess to you that for the few that I have heard and obeyed, there are many, many more that I am sure that I have missed. Because the truth is, I have talked to God more than I have listened to God. I'm messing some of y'all up. I'm telling you, I've been in Pentecost all my life. For, For those of you that are new to Pentecost, maybe this doesn't apply to you. For a lot of you in the room that have had many years in Pentecost, we like noise. We don't like to be silent and listen for the voice of the Lord. But the same God that spoke to Elijah, who was not in the wind, not in the earthquake, not in the fire, but in the still small voice, he hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And for the child of God that will say, speak, Lord, for your servant desires to hear your voice, he will whisper to you. And it will be powerful. God help me. I didn't even get through all the things I wanted to tell the Lord on Thursday. Because all the things I wanted to tell the Lord on Thursday was not near as important as the one thing that God wanted to say to me. Today. Now now come and stand there and put a timer on for five minutes. Don't you start at four minutes and 50 seconds. I know how you are, Tony. (laughs) Five minutes. In fact, you can go 10 seconds over. At the five minute, 10 second mark. We have to give him a little wiggle room here. At the five minute, 10 second mark. Start playing softly, really softly. There are people in this room. You need God to whisper some assurances to you. You need God to whisper some admonitions, corrections to you. You need God to whisper some action to you. I'm not going to ask everybody to stand. Truth of the matter is, all of us need to learn to listen for the whisper of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Who are you? Where are you? Come on, come on, come on. God's whispering for somebody to give their heart to the Lord today. God's whispering for somebody to, to come to Christ today. So God's whispering for somebody to come back to the Lord. But the truth is, there are, there are people in the room. They're all over the room. You need some assurances, something you're facing. And you just want to come and listen. I know this is making you uncomfortable. It's making some of you all uncomfortable. Just the idea that you're going to be Still. But is there some folks here? You need God to whisper to you? Get up. Get up quickly. Get up quickly. Because I need God to whisper to me. Come on, you'll be honest and say, you know, I've done a lot of talking to God. I haven't done a whole lot of listening for God.
1: Oh.
0: oh. You want to raise your hands? Raise your hands. You want to Kneel. Kneel just come in to listen. Maybe this is the beginning of a new part of your prayer life.
1: Are there others? I want God to whisper to me. I'm spirit filled. I'm spirit led. I walk by faith. I want him to listen. I want him to whisper to me. I want to say, Lord, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Listen. The room. Close your eyes. Say, speak. 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 (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. Speak. 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 speak speak as they listen, Lord, speak assurance, as they listen, Lord, speak assurance. As they listen, Lord, admonish them, convict them. Is there something that needs to change? Speak to their spirit. Give them an action plan, Lord. I wait patiently, I wait patiently upon you, I wait patiently upon you. All over this room, lift your hands to him, lift your hands to him. Speak, speak. I'm listening. I will obey. I listen. I will obey. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. We will not just be hearers of the word; we will be doers of the word. As a under shepherd over this flock, Lord. May they be sensitive all this coming week for you to speak to them and for them to listen and to obey. Help us, Jesus, to hit the pause button on our talking and our praying and our complaining and a few moments to hear what the spirit wants to say to the temple of God to the church I am the Lord, your God, that heals you. (laughs) Somebody lift your hands and receive that promise. I am the Lord, your God, that heals you. Wait upon the Lord and be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Oh, you're about to put something in motion, and the Holy Spirit is saying, Wait, wait.
0: never asked this before, but I have got to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. You may have a jacket on, you may not, but I want you to, first of all, I want you to stand all over this house, all over this house. If you have a jacket on and you can, I want you to put it over your face, but if not, I want you to just take both hands and just put it over your face and in reverence to the whisper of God. Would you do that right now? Would you do that right now? Would you just would you just be obedient to the lord right now?
1: It's your whisper, Lord. Your average, your whisper, Lord. <laughs> those heads to the Lord and just worship Him for another moment before we go. Oh, I sense the Holy Spirit in this place. Such an unusual presence. Lord, lives are going to be changed from this day forward. Hearts are going to go out of here and they're going to be more attuned to your Spirit than ever before it's going to transform their lives and the lives of those around them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. want us to stay in this atmosphere because there may be some that want to linger here and if you got to go, I understand. I'm just going to turn it loose here and just, just keep playing softly, Tony, really softly.